0: we have started the year there is no turning back there is no otherwise there is no thinking twice about it and i know some of you already you have done what some usually love to do which is called making resolutions for the year some of you have drafted plans some of you have written up statements of the things that you desire to see some of you you have spoken in prayer you've declared them into the atmosphere You've declared them, which is why today I want to speak about the word of the Lord and the spirit of God. Why? Because it's very, very important. Once you speak the word, never think that you just spoken about you just spoken word and that's it. Listen to me. Many people are struggling because of a spoken word. Many people are in a mess in a situation that they are battling to come out of because of a spoken word now if it is a word that brought us challenges calamities setbacks if it is a word spoken that brought us all kinds of cases it is a word also that can also bring a blessing I remember when Moses was commanded by God to tell to tell Aaron and his sons, that every time you come before a congregation, you gather the people. Don't allow them to go. Don't allow them to move back. Don't allow them to just come and hear the reading of the word, the reading of the law, and say amen, because the direction there, what which was given is that every time they read, they must just say amen. They must agree with whatever is being read. But then, God said to him, don't allow them to leave before you pronounce a blessing over their lives and therefore every time they will gather together the last thing he will do is to bless them he will pronounce the blessing that the Lord will bless you the Lord will keep you the Lord will make his face to shine over your life and lift up his continents over you the Lord will bless you going in will bless you coming out he will bless even the works of your hands so he will always in every meeting why because there was a need to send forth the word. There was a need to declare the word in the atmosphere around them, even into their lives, into their hearts, so that they can battle and fight against the cases of their forefathers. The cases that came as a result of the disobedience and the sin of their fathers, there was only one way. It was to keep declaring the word. So I'm teaching you something today. If this 2021, you have made resolutions, you have already drafted something down. Include what I'm telling you. Tell yourself this year, I will go and do declaration of the word. I will pronounce the word, the blessing of the Lord Almighty over my life and over my family and over the church and over my brethren. You keep doing that until we see change. Because the Bible says you do it every time. If God commanded it to a great man like Moses and commanded it to the first high priest that we know about, Aaron, he said that they must do it every day. You better believe that even you and I, when we join the same faith and we do the same, we are going to see tremendous change. We're going to see great changes. It is the same blessing that was pronounced over and over again. The same blessing, I believe, was the one that was hanging now on their heads when a prophet who was now even rebuked by donkey, you remember Balaam, was rebuked by donkey. When the prophet now was becoming crazy with with money, he wanted blessings, he wanted things, and the donkey spoke to him. The Bible says, when he was desiring to curse the people of God, he was not able to do so. The word of the Lord will always come back to him and tell him, "How do you manage to curse the blessed people of God?" It means the blessings have been pronounced so much. Upon their lives that a case could not function. I hope somebody's hearing me. They had to be deceived. If there's anything that can take us away from the blessing of God, that can take away from us from what God has planned for us is deception of the enemy. Because the Bible says the prophet ended up going to the king and plotted with him and advised him on how he can deceive the children of Israel into falling and into falling into sin. And they did the same. They did so. They enticed them to love and to fall in love with the idols, their idols, their 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 people, and they begin to interchange one another in marriage, and they begin to worship the idols. And that has that is how the blessing over their life was able to be removed, and the curses begin to flow upon their lives. Apart from that, if they could resist the deception, they were not going to fall under a curse. So, tell somebody and say, this year, may you receive the spirit of discernment so that you can be able to discern the devices of the enemy, the strategies of the enemy to deceive not only just you, but the elect. Because the Bible says there is a time where God will need to do things and shift the times and do quick. Why? Because he will be desiring to protect his people from the deception of the enemy. From the devices of the enemy. So if there's anything that is so dangerous to a believer and to their faith, to our faith, it is the deception of the enemy. It is the same strategy that Adam and Eve fell because of it in the garden. It was deception, deceiving them. It is only Jesus, when Satan came with the same strategy to deceive Jesus, Jesus overcame. How did he overcome? By quoting scripture. By speaking the word. So I'm showing you certain things today. That I want you to carry it. Let it become part of your life. And let it develop into a habit. That this year you are going to be declaring the word of God everywhere you go. You declare the word of God every opportunity you get. Declare the word of God every time. So that you create an atmosphere. That will be an atmosphere that there will be a confirmation of the word. Like it happened in the life of Job. Remember Job? The Bible says Satan went even to his home. He went around there checking. He went around observing the things there, but he couldn't penetrate. He even went back to God and goes, have you seen Job? He says, I've seen him. I can't even penetrate because you have protected him. What protected him was the fear that he had for God, was the integrity he was having in his life. He was a man who feared God. He was a man who was having integrity. He was a man who was living a blameless life. What does that mean? It means this man, was a man who surrounded himself with the word of God, and he never wanted anything outside the word of God because he said himself, naked I came in this world, and naked I would rather go, but I will not falter and open my mouth to speak against my God who created me. I would rather go and die naked as I am rather than to speak something. Even though his wife came and enticed him, trying to deceive him and says, curse this God and die once because you are suffering too much. Your suffering is without a healing. Your suffering is not without solution. There's nothing good that will ever come from your life. Just curse God and you die once so that you can rest." But the man refused and says, I will never curse my God because God is the one who made me what I am. So he sticked to the word. He kept the word in his heart, no matter what came to his life, no matter what arose in his life. This story is so painful he lost everything in a very short space of time if it was you and i we were going to be i don't know i don't know whether we could have survived that kind of a trauma a shock that kind of situation i don't know whether we could have survived it but Job survived it. How? He held on to the word. He held on to the word. When his friends came to him, they were always exchanging words, discussing the word, what the word of God says, what the word of God says, what the word of God says, what the word of God until God restored him. So make the word of the Lord very close and very dear to your heart. Let it be something that you meditate upon so often, so dearly. So remember always, that what you have considered this year as the plans, what you have considered as the resolutions that you are having for 2021, remember always to pray over them also. Pray over them, pray over them, pray over them so that if there is any changes, if there's any amendments, if there's anything that you need to understand and know about what you have been asking or what you have put before the Father, the Father will be able to direct you by His Spirit. So you need to pray continuously. Pray without ceasing concerning every plan, everything that I believe is not your plan, Because you are a child of God, you have the Holy Spirit in you, you are a righteous child of God. I believe whatever plan you are having, it is a plan that has been inspired by the Holy Spirit. Say, thank you, Lord for giving me a plan inspired by the holy spirit don't believe don't trust don't ever doubt that maybe the plans you are having is because of your last because of whatever if it is he will show you so trust god and just declare what i'm saying to you that i thank you lord that you have given me plans you've given me ideas you have given me thoughts for this year inspired by the holy spirit and the holy spirit is going to take me forward hallelujah so there are certain things i'm going to be speaking a little bit first so please bear with me There are certain things that you need to pay attention to because right now we are at the stage of developing things. We are at the stage of putting things, setting up things, putting together many, many things so that we can get ready for this year of seeking God. Oh, I love this year because seeking God is one of the things that I've been crying for because we need to seek Him until God is ready to come and lift us to where he wants us to be. We need to consecrate ourselves. We can't seek a God without consecrating ourselves. We need to consecrate ourselves. We need to separate ourselves from the things that can lure us and take us away from his presence. We must consecrate ourselves. Already we are sanctified. We have been redeemed. We are sanctified, meaning we have been set apart by the Holy Spirit. We have been set apart by the blood of Jesus. Already we have been set apart, but we need to consecrate ourselves. We need to present ourselves. The Bible says we are living sacrifices when you read the book of romans chapter 12 verse 1 and 2 it says we are living sacrifices not dead sacrifices Mm -mm. we are living sacrifices we go to him and we offer our sacrifices of praise and thanksgiving unto him. Oh, glory be to the Lord Jesus Christ. So we are living sacrifices and we must live like that. And we must always present ourselves as a worthy sacrifice so that he can have his way in our lives. So one of the things that you must, I pray that you must also include as part of your resolutions, the things that you want to see changing. Because listen to me, there is an error that sometimes we make. We want to see changes but we don't want to change anything about ourselves. We want to see changes, but we don't want to change anything about ourselves. Because the year is starting and there are changes, we also need to make adjustments and changes with our own self. You can't remain the same. If you look at that same verse of Romans chapter 12, it it encourages us to do the same. It says, I beseech you, therefore brethren, by the message of God that you present your bodies A living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Oh, blessed Jesus. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Be transformed by the renewal. Say, Holy Spirit, renew my mind from today. Holy Spirit, change my mind from today. Holy Spirit, work on my mind and renew my mind. In the name of Jesus. We need a renewal of our minds. We need a rewashing. A recalibration of our mindset so that we can think the way he wants us to think. We can you know, have the thoughts that he wants us to have. We can see ways that he wants us to see. Not we see our ways and he's got his ways. No, our ways must become his ways. Our thoughts must become his thoughts. Glory be to the Lord. So how can we get there? We need to change some things in our lives. One of the things that we need to pay so much attention to because we are going to have to stand so much on the word. Because faith cometh by hearing the word. So if that is the truth and it cannot be changed, that is what God has declared. Faith is a gift that comes from God. But to stir up that gift, you need the word of God to stir that gift up. The word stirs the gift of faith that has been given to us so that it can begin to function. So therefore, we need to do something. We need to make sure we feed ourselves always with the word of God something that we must emphasize to ourselves reading the word of god must not be for religious purposes it must be because i need i need this word be hungry for the word of god feel sometimes that when you are not getting the word of god there is something missing in your life develop a habit where it will become a part an integral part of your life that when you are sitting down even if you're sitting down watching tv you will want to take the bible you are reading if you are sitting when you're eating you'll feel like hey Uh, let let me eat you'll find yourself now you know you're trying to to diet for years you've been trying to diet you've been trying to say i'm gonna lose some i'm gonna lose some lose some lose some but you know when the plate is in front of you you find yourself doing that plate and looking for another one but i tell you when you have got the word there is a mystery that happens because jesus said we don't live by bread alone but by every word that comes from the mouth of the you'll be surprised that if you are now your mind is in the word and you are eating here you'll be full so fast because now you, the word of God will be the one that is calling you, no, 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 don't feed on this. Come feed on me. Don't feed on this. So as you take one, two, three, you feel like, no, let me leave this thing and go to the word. The moment you open that Bible, oh my God, you find that you don't have desire for that food anymore. Kuri, everything about you will be restored. I say everything will be restored in the name of Jesus. So we need to be people that we must refocus back in the word of God, reading the word of God all the more reading the word of God all the more. When we are reading the word of God, we know that reading the word of God without meditation is not fruitful. So we need to emphasize again, meditation on the word of God, take time out, make sure if you are so busy, you are unable, at least I encourage you once or twice in a month, find some time and tell myself today, I'm not want, I don't want to do anything, I don't want anything. If you don't have any place for to go, take your car if you've got a car, Take your car, go somewhere, park somewhere, and just sit in the car and say, this is my moment with the Lord. Do something, just do something. Don't allow things to just happen by chance. You have to do certain things purposefully because we know where we want to go, what we want to see, what we want to achieve. If you're hearing me say hallelujah. So we have to develop strategies. We have to develop ways of creating time in our busy schedules, in our busyness, and find time with the Lord and find time to spend with him. You know, when when you have got a lot of people around you, do like Jesus. Jesus used to run away. He would run away. Do the same. Run away sometimes. Run away. People might not like it. They might complain, but you know why you are doing it because when it benefits you, it will benefit everybody. Run away sometimes. Go into a corner and be by yourself. Don't run away only to sleep. No, no, not this year. Don't just enjoy sleeping, 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 sleeping like you are a drinking, sleeping tablet. No. Run away and be by yourself, sober and awake and just be you and the Holy Spirit and listen to the voice of God. And what we need to also do, number three, we need to also grow into scriptural prayer, a life of scriptural prayer. Many times we've been praying. We've been praying, praying, praying. But I have this from the Spirit of the Lord. We need to grow ourselves more into scriptural prayer. If you have to literally write scriptures down, write scriptures down and begin to declare those scriptures over your life over your people over the church over your pastors over your family over your parents over your... are you getting what i'm saying to you we need to declare scriptures scriptures of salvation when we talk about salvation go and take scriptures about salvation and begin to declare those scriptures over them calling them by names this year, I want you to be very provocative. I want you to be very serious. I want you to be so much sharp and focused so that by the time we finish this year, we must know, we must know. There are certain things that must begin to happen in our lives and in our midst. There are certain meetings that we're going to begin to structure and organize that we need to just come sometimes together in the church just to pray. We pray for the sake of what? We pray declaring the scriptures until God will speak. Until God will speak. If God does not speak, mm-mm, we don't trust in that we don't believe in that we, we go home knowing that God speaks we come back 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 until something must be birthed in you. I know some of you already you are carrying something great but we need to do something to have that released. We need to do something to have that come out. We need to do something to have that flow. We need to do something to have that to begin to, you f- know, because the Bible says out of your innermost being shall flow rivers. Out of the innermost. So there is something inside of you already. There's something from your deep in your heart, in your belly. There's something deep from inside of you that needs to overwhelm you. That needs to rise. That needs to come out so that everybody around you can begin to enjoy that, everybody. You know, we, we need to reach a level where the Bible speaks like that in the book of Corinthians. It says, when now they are servants of God or children of God, when one speaks, another one listens, another one speaks, another one are What are they doing? They are confirming each other's way so that there will be no deception of the devil. Because if we have only one, there can be deception. I hope somebody is hearing me. So we need to rise to that moment. And I know, I know from what the Holy Spirit has been sharing with me, I know it's about to happen. I know it's just at the door. I know it's about to take place in my life and your life but this year we shall not walk as blind people this year we shall not walk with uncertainties this year we shall have the more sure word from god that this is what you must do this is where you must go this is what you must touch we are no longer going to do everything just by hearsay or just because we are trying to feel there feel there feel that no no we're gonna have to do things because we are hearing the voice of the holy spirit and the last thing i can tell you develop focus a very sharp focus develop a very sharp focus develop a focus that nothing can disturb it nothing can disturb it nothing no challenge no poverty no lack nothing can disturb it nothing no discouragement can disturb. develop a certain focus in your life develop so how do you get there by studying the word as i'm saying and meditating upon it and praying scriptural prayers you will develop a sharp focus a sharp focus have a sharp focus many times we are focusing on the things of this world. we are focusing on achieving this achieving that achieving that but i want you to have a focus this year of developing a focus that I want to achieve in the realm of the Spirit. I want to achieve when it comes to the things of the kingdom of God. I want to achieve when thing because the Bible tells me there's a blessing that always comes when we attain things in the spirit realm because everything remember starts from the realm of the Spirit. The Bible says we seek the kingdom of God and His righteousness which are things in the realm of the Spirit and all things shall be given unto us. So if we can strengthen ourselves in that realm where we are seeking God, where we are looking for God, when we are searching for God with all of our hearts, with a focus and a determination, I know that we are going to have a renewed strength and we are going to be stabilized in our minds. Our thoughts will be stable. Our plans will be stable. Our desires will be stable. And therefore, we cannot easily be tempted. Open the book of Romans chapter 9. I don't have much time. Romans chapter 9. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Romans 9. to This is the first day of Romans 9 verse 14 Romans 9 verse 14 Mm -hmm. Romans 9 verse 14 we read it going down it says now what shall we say then is there unrighteousness within God certainly not for he says I want you to take note of certain things like that For he says, God is a God who trusts in the word. He trusts in achieving things by speaking the word. God always, when he wants to do something, he will speak forth the word. He even said to his prophets, that when I want to do something, I make known the end before the beginning. How does he make it known? He speaks the word. He speaks the word. Let us get into the habit of counting the words we speak. Let us not just get into the habit of speaking just any word because vain words, the Bible says we are going to be judged because of vain words. You know that. The Bible says, Jesus said, vain words that has been spoken by any person, we are going to be judged by those words. So the words that we are speaking, they will be standing in front of us and they will be bringing judgment because we spoke them vainly. So a child of God is not supposed to be speaking vain words, meaning useless words, meaning words that that are not important. That is why sometimes Some people, you find that they're battling over can a Christian joke or not. There's always a limit. If it becomes too much, it can move to a place where you are speaking vain ways. But it does not mean we cannot joke. It just means that there must be a limit. We shouldn't be overly emphasizing just jesting speaking things that do not make sense why because we are fighting every word we speak remember i told you that most of the things we are facing most of the things even cases even the things that we're stumbling over is because of the spoken word and the only way to affect those spoken words which are manifesting as a curse, as something that is not making you to move forward is to speak another word which is above which is called a blessing that is the only way that is why when we are children of god like this we must encourage one another by blessing each other always we we greet each other by blessing one another we part our ways by blessing each other everything we do must be a blessing on each other when we greet each other it's a blessing when we part it's a blessing when we give we share it's a blessing everything must pronounce blessing 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 if somebody's hearing me say hallelujah so the bible says there in verse 15 for he says to moses so he spoke something to moses I will have mercy on whomever I will have mercy and I will have compassion on whomever I will have compassion. So then, it is not of him who wills, nor of him who runs, but of God who shows mercy. What is he saying? He says, this life, you must understand, you don't have total control over it. Yes, there is a part and the role you play, but you don't have control over everything that happens we need to come to a point where we understand no matter how much we can pray there are certain events that will take place because we don't have control over certain things because they are supposed to happen so that they can take us that is why you'll hear sometimes we say there are certain problems there are certain challenges that when you face them they don't become a hindrance but they become stepping stones but take note not every problem is a stepping stone other problems are there to block you. Other problems are there to give you a back, to go backwards. You take two steps back, you take three steps backwards. So you are no longer moving forward. So other problems are there to delay. Other problems are there to cause all kinds of things. But there are other problems that when they happen, they become stepping stones. Somebody say, hallelujah. So we need spirit of discernment to know so that we know how to deal with each and every situation. So he says now here in verse 16, So then it is not of him who wills. Even though we will, we have a desire. It's not only the the end. Remember, we have a will of our own, but there's a will of God. We spoke about that. Then there's a will of man. Now he says now, So then it is not of he who wills, nor of him who runs, but of God who shows mercy. God is a God of mercy. We make way. We succeed because of his mercy we are able to achieve because of His message. Verse 17, for the scripture says, the scripture says to Pharaoh, for this very purpose I have raised you up, that I may show my power in you, and that my name may be declared in all the earth. Listen to me. There are certain people that were raised by God. You are praying so hard. You are praying so hard to change certain people. But let me tell you, there are certain situations. God allowed me to speak to you like this today. And I want you to hear me. I want you to hear me because this year will have to be a great year for you. There are certain situations that you have been trying, even in the past. You say, let me pray more. Let me fast more. Let me do that. Listen, the Bible says to Pharaoh, Pharaoh, I have made you for this purpose. And I've made you to have this kind of a heart. So no matter what, even if Moses can do whatever miracle, even if Moses can come with Aaron, they do whatever miracle, Pharaoh's heart will not be moved. I don't know whether you are hearing me. Pharaoh's heart will not be moved. Even if there are certain places, there are certain villages, even if we can go there, the cripple can walk. Even if we can go there, the blind eyes can see. Even if we can go there and great miracles, financial burdens are removed from people, still, there are certain people who will still wake up at night and do what they want to do. Because there are certain people that have been appointed like Pharaoh who have got the Pharaoh's pharaonic spirit A spirit that wants to pull down those who are carrying God's assignment. A spirit that wants to weigh those people, that wants to make them tired, those who are supposed to carry forward. assignment of God. I'm saying to somebody here today that the assignment that God has put in your life, the things that God has made you ready for for this year, allow nothing to pull you down. Neither a spirit of Pharaoh can pull you down. That spirit that denies you, that spirit that tries to say you are not qualified, that spirit that will laugh against you, that spirit that will compete with you, that will try to say that I can do better, I can do better than you. That spirit that I'm speaking about, the spirit of Pharaoh, that says I'm bigger than you, that I've got more authority than you. That says you report to me. That says I've got power to kill you and power to give you a life. Are you hearing me? That spirit that's boost and it takes... This, this authority that I'm above everything. When that spirit rises against you this year, believe and trust in God that this spirit is there for a purpose and a function. But my Bible tells me it is so that the name of the Lord will be declared in all the earth. The name of the Lord will be declared in my family. The name of the Lord will be declared in my relatives. The name of the Lord. So there are certain problems, the way you have been fighting them, you are refusing the name of the Lord to be declared. Oh yeah, Kataya. There are certain challenges that when they are happening, the way we are resisting them, We are not aligning ourselves with what the Bible says because it says when Pharaoh rose It was so that the name of the Lord will be declared in all the earth God was not looking at Egypt only he was thinking of all the earth God was not looking at only Pharaoh. He was thinking of all the earth. God was not looking only at Potiphar He was looking at all the earth. God was not looking at only small individuals He was looking at more kings and more nations and more. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you when God is looking at you? He's looking at nations that is why he says to you, "I've given you authority. I've given you open doors to the ends of the earth. Every nation shall open doors for you." It is because when God looks at you, He sees nations opening. He sees dimensions opening. He sees good things coming your way. But when you look at yourself, you only see Rustenburg. Eh? You only see Kauteng. You only see Northwest. You only see Pumalanga. You only see you only see your surrounding. But when God looks at you, when God looks at you, He sees the ends. He see the ends, he said to Paul, Paul, take courage. Take courage. Because in this city I'm taking you, I've got people who are ready, who are waiting for you. Though you will find opposition, but I've got my people there who will stand with you. He says, because there's one reason. I want you to go there and do the work and they will strengthen you. They will support you. When you finish, I want you to go to Rome. Because Rome, you must go. So when God was looking at Paul, he was already seeing Rome. He was seeing evangelism there. He was seeing revival there. He was seeing the glory there. He was seeing people healed. He was seeing people delivered. More so, he was seeing the word of God growing and multiplying and influencing, making people to leave idols, making people to leave Jujus, making people to leave tango, making people to leave z- z- to. I don't know Somebody's hearing me. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? God, when he was looking at this man, he was already seeing people bringing books, books of cartism, bringing them to be banned, bringing them to be destroyed. People bringing ropes that they've been carrying in their waist, carrying in their body. People who are coming there wearing bangles, wearing charms wearing things, coming to surrender them he was already seeing those kind of things happening I'm here to tell somebody if you can hear what I'm saying and we can try to practice what I'm talking about you are going to witness what is what this thing is going to do you are going to witness what god will do with your life paul went to a city the bible says when he reached there people brought all kinds of things they brought all kinds of things they were using and they brought them there they banged them they made a heap why because the power of god was there the power of god was present to do something marvelous listen to me there are certain things we are trying to shift we're trying to change but god has sent me to tell you that watch and see All you need to do is seek me and make yourself ready. When you do so, God will move. The pharaoh spirit will not succeed. The spirit that tricks to pull you down will not succeed. Look at verse 18. I want to finish this. Therefore, he has mercy on whom he wills, and whom he wills, he hardens. God has mercy on whoever he wills. And whoever he wills, he hardens their heart. I pray your heart will not be hardened. I pray your heart is not the one that will be turned into a stone. I pray that this year your heart will be the one which is an obedient heart. I pray that this year your heart will be the one that is going to be the heart that does things out of free will. A willing heart, a loving heart, an obedient heart, a heart of flesh and not a heart of stone. The Bible says there are those that God will harden their hearts and there are those that God will show them mercy. May the mercy of the Lord locate you. May the mercy of the Lord go with you. May the mercy of the Lord be available for you when you rise up in the morning and when evening comes. May you rejoice because of the mercy of the Lord God Almighty. May the mercy of the Lord make you sensitive, make you loving, make you sensitive and tangible so that you can be able to walk with God. Look at verse 19 to verse 21. You will say to to me, why does he still find fault? Paul says, you people now, from what I'm telling you, you end up saying, if God is the one who hardened hearts and is the one who shows mercy, so why does he punish people when their heart is hard? Paul is asking that question. He says, why does he then still find fault? Then he says, for who has resisted his will? But indeed, O man, who are you to reply against God? Will the thing formed say to him who formed it, why have you made me like this? Does not the potter have power over the clay? From the same lamp, from the same lamp, he can make one vessel for honor and one vessel for dishonor. What if God wanting to show his wrath and to make his power known, endured with much long-suffering the vessels of wrath prepared for destruction, and that he might make known the riches of his glory on the vessels of mercy, which he had prepared before hand for glory. Now, I want, I want to just mention something so they don't lose it. You see, what if God allowed the people who are doing wrong, people who are seeming to be sending out bad things to the public, to the nations, what if God is 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 keeping himself from punishing so that the glory will have its place in the right time mm. what if god is allowing all evil all strategies of satan that is what the bible says if satan knew that to crucify the lord of glory it was a mistake he would not have touched him but when he was doing it he was very sure that I'm doing something that is going to give me the advantage so God here the Bible says if God because he knows which vessel is which he allows certain things to be unfolding in your life certain things to be unfolding around you so that the time for glory hey will be greater I want to say to somebody I pray that this year will be that year everything you have been going through everything you have passed through may the glory of the Lord be made visible in your life in the name of Jesus Let everything that you have suffered, everything that you have been oppressed, everything that has been a delay, the Bible here says there's a glory of God which God has prepared beforehand. Before the problem came, God was preparing you for glory. Before trouble faced you, God had already planned the glory. So this means whatever trouble, whatever problem, whatever challenge, whatever thing is happening in your house, in your family, whatever confrontations, whatever separations, whatever is happening, there's a glory of God, child of God. There is a glory of God. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Look at verse 25. As he says, also in Hosea, I will call them my people who were not my people and her beloved who was not beloved. And it shall come to pass in the place where it was said to them, you are not my people that they shall be called sons. Oh, this is us now. They will be called sons of the living God. So he says, when people call you names, when people call you rejected, when people call you useless, when people call you whatever, they say, you are not children of God. Look at your life. Look at you. Look at you. He says, keep quiet. When God is not acting, he's not doing anything. It's his long suffering. This means it is his patience. He's taking his time. Waiting for your time. When your time comes, they will change their language. They will look at you and say, indeed, like when Jesus was hanging on the cross. The Bible says, the centurion look at him. Some of, some of the men who were, who were soldiers there, who were punishing him, who were crucifying him, look at him and say, surely this was the Son of God. They saw him hanging on the cross. They saw the Son of God. They saw him when they were beating him. They saw him when they were accusing him. They could not see the Son of God in him. They saw him when they were spitting on him. When they were putting a crown of thorn on him. They could not see a Son of God. The Bible says there was nothing good about him when you look at him. There was nothing handsome about him that you would think that is the Son of God. That's why they beat him up. That's why they destroyed him. But when he was hanging there on the tree, on the cross, they began to declare, this is the Son of God. Hallelujah. The Bible says they shall declare that these are children of God. even though before you will not consider a son or a daughter of God. The Bible says the time will come, they will know you. So after God has spoken, God speaks I was showing you in the past, God speaks. When He speaks, His spirit takes over. To make the word that he has spoken come to pass. So the only thing God does is he speaks. We need to get into the same habit. We are gods. Made in his likeness and image. We need to practice speaking. And it is the words we have spoken. The good words we speak. That the spirit of God will use to create. Are you getting what I'm saying to you? It is the words we are going to speak. That the Holy Spirit is going to work through those words. God came when there was darkness, he said, Let there be light. But the spirit was hovering. So the spirit used the words God spoke to bring light. When God says divide, the spirit again moved and shifted things so that they can be division. I hope you are getting what I'm saying to you. The Bible says the word of the Lord is spirit and is life. The word is quick, it's powerful, sharper than any two edged sword, able to divide us. And how does that happen? When the word goes out, the spirit comes and makes it to become fruitful. When we don't believe the word that has been spoken, we make the spirit not to be able to function. When we doubt the word, the spirit cannot work. Just like when Jesus went to his own hometown, when they doubted, that was equal to unbelief. That was equal to the spirit cannot work. Whenever we doubt the spoken word of God, whenever we doubt the word we have heard, whenever we doubt the word that is being preached to us, we paralyze the spirit from doing what he is supposed to do. Somebody say glory to Jesus. So, therefore, we need to be ready. We need to be hungry. Because these are the times that I have this verse that God has put in my heart for some months now. Isaiah 9 verse 7. Isaiah 9 verse 7. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Of the increase, what you are going to see from here on, you are going to see the government of Jesus The peace of Jesus, the peace that we find in this world is no longer sufficient now. It's no longer good enough now. The peace that we used to get from the system of this world is no longer comforting enough now. Now the government of Jesus is coming and of the increase of this government and the peace that it will bring, there will be no end. Somebody shout hallelujah. There will be no end. There will be no end. This makes us to understand what? We must value the words. We must value the words we hear. We must value the words that have been preached. We must value the words that have been spoken. And we must value this word. Why? Because the Spirit is there to light up the word, is there to move on the word, is there to make the word to function. So when we lack the word, what will the Spirit work on? We need the word so that the Spirit can have something to work on. This word must be committed to our hearts and must be spoken with our lips. When we do so in this process, we allow. The creation of the right atmosphere. A Christian must not be a person who's silent always. No, no. We must be. We must get used to speaking. When something happens, speak something. Don't just keep quiet. In First Corinthians chapter two, verse four. I want. To, I'm moving fast because I only have like ten minutes now. First Corinthians two, verse four, and my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and power. So he's saying to you that. Word of God does not come like that only. Where there is a word of God, there is a power of the Holy Spirit. When you find the word, it says, when I came with my words, I did not come with words spoken with the wisdom of men. I did not come to just speak vain words. The word I spoke, there was power demonstrated. You you know, you want demonstration. When, when 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 you are doing science, you know, you go and do theory in the class. And then you go for what we call practical classes. When you go to practical classes, you go to the lab. In the lab there, you do what we call demonstration. So you demonstrate what you were doing theoretically. This means what? This year, expect the theory to turn out to become practical. Mm. This means that if you step in the right direction and you do what you're supposed to be doing and you walk in the way that you're supposed to be walking in, and you begin to work on it, work on it, work on it, work on it, you are going to see the word of God come alive. Meaning, you are going to see the practical nature, the practicality of the word of God. The word which came like a spirit is going to work mighty things in your life. Oh, somebody must hear me. The Bible here says, we do not come with just persuasive speech. We come with words which are followed up by power. Of the Spirit, Hallelujah. In verse 13 of the same book of First Corinthians two, it says, "These things we also speak, not in words with the wisdom of men. No, 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 which wisdom of men teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches. Comparing spiritual things to spiritual, comparing spiritual So we must become very sharp this year. Become very sharp. Everything that happens to your life, consider the spiritual. This thing of of comparing. Why na? interview, but something like, And then you are comparing it yourself to another one. Hey, stop comparing spiritual things to material things. Whenever anything happens in your life, spiritual must be compared to spiritual. Don't ever look at your situation in a carnal nature. Spiritual, why my business? Why my family? Why my children? Spiritual needs to be compared with the spiritual things. First John chapter 5, verse 7. I'm, I'm finishing. 1 John 5, verse 7. For there are three that bear witness in the heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit. And the three are one. So he's showing show you that, that you can't separate the two. Meaning, you can't separate God from His Word. You can't separate God from His Spirit. You can't separate the Spirit from the Word. The three are one. Where you find the Word, you find the authority of the Father. Where you find the Spirit, you find the power of God. Are you getting what I'm saying to you? Where you find, the three are always moving together as one. So this year, we need to emphasize the Word so that the Spirit can be with us. Listen. You know, most of the time, even in our churches, we love to pray, fire, 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 fire. Or we pray, "Holy Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. But listen. There's another way. It is to make yourself full of the word. And you begin to pray scriptural prayers. Fire will come on you. Fire will come on you. Luke 12 verse 49 says, I came to light up fire. I wish it was already burning. This means a Christian must be a moving fireball. You must be moving flames of fire. You must be burning with fire always. Are you burning with fire? Ask somebody, are you burning with fire? Are you burning with fire? If you're not burning with fire, start working on it. Don't delay. Work on it. Work on the word of God. Fire will start burning. In Acts 10 verse 44, in Acts 10 verse 44, while Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who heard the word. Do do you see what happened? The moment you can hear, you, you, you surround yourself with the word of God, the spirit will fall on you. You want fire? Keep yourself under the word. The moment you keep yourself, fire will fall on you. Holy Ghost will fall on you. Mm. Holy Ghost will fall on you. The Bible says when Peter was still yet speaking the word, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit fell on them. May this happen to your life in the name of Jesus. May this happen in your life in the name of Jesus. There's three things that I want to finalize by that we need to be very much aware of, which will always accompany this, the word and the spirit that we are going to have fellowshipping with us this year. When we keep the word in our spirit, meditating, praying, fasting over it, there are certain things, I believe just three things I'll show you. Acts 4 verse 31, and when they had prayed, the place where They were assembled together, were shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And they spoke the word of God with boldness. Now, I want you to look at this too. The word of God came to them. They spoke with boldness. And they were filled with the Holy Spirit. So, the word and the Spirit that we're talking about. The word of God and the Spirit, they're always working together. But here, what stirred up this kind of revelation or this manifestation that we're talking about? It is they prayed. They prayed in the place they were in. They prayed. Remember what I said. If there's anything that we must put as one of the things that we are going to put more emphasis and attention is to pray scriptural prayers. They prayed. And then there was a move of the Holy Ghost and the words were given to them to declare. This means that when they would begin to declare certain things, things began to change. While the Holy Spirit was there when they were praying, because the Bible says there are times when we don't know what to pray for. And the Spirit himself gives us ways to pray. There are certain situations that you can't pray using the language we are using on earth and solve them. You need to use tongues. I was teaching this to the, to the youth. that this year, dive into speaking tongues. Don't condemn yourself. Don't judge yourself. When you are in yourself, you're in your private moment, pray in tongues. The Bible says when you pray in tongues, you are praying in an unknown language. You pray mysteries that God can hear. It is the Spirit who is praying through you. He's praying through you. Are you getting what I'm saying to you? He's He's not just teaching you to pray. Uh -uh. He's praying through you. He's praying for you. Through you. He's praying on your behalf. Through you. Meaning, He's interceding for you. Through you. But you see, the key thing is this. When He's praying through you, He wants you to speak because... There must be utterances. There must be utterances. It's not something that's supposed to just happen without There must be utterances. There are things the Holy Spirit wants to do in your life. But he needs to do them through you first by praying through you. So meaning you need to speak certain things. And he needs to speak those things through you. So that these things can happen to your life. It can happen to your church. It can happen to your people. The, the, the Spirit will come and push you to pray certain things through you. Himself will be praying through like Jesus is our high priest today. He's interceding for us. There. He's praying for us. But through his own mouth, he's through his own understanding, he's praying for us there. But the difference is he sent us the Holy Spirit to come and help us because the Holy Spirit knows the mind of God. He knows the mind of the Father. He knows what the Father wants. He knows what the Father wants to achieve. So he comes inside of us and pray through us. John 6.63 It is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words I speak to you are spirit and they are life. Now, what it's telling you here is when you have the spirit and you have the word of God, you have life. The life you need, the life you want, the life you want to live this year, commit yourself to the word of God and the presence of the Holy Spirit will make you to live that life. The life that you want to live will come out of the spirit. Like I'm saying to you, when you're praying, things will be birthed. Things will come to pass. Glory be to the Lord Almighty. Isaiah 59 verse 21. Isaiah 59 verse 21. As for me, says the Lord, this is my covenant with them. My spirit who is upon you and my words which I have put in your mouth shall not depart from your mouth, nor from your mouth, from, sorry, nor from the mouth of your descendants and nor from the mouth of your descendants, descendants says the Lord, from time and forevermore. so what he's saying here now is that he's emphasizing speaking my words will be in your mouth and in the mouth of you this means no one can ever benefit from the word of god and the spirit of god except we utter he says the father will have to speak the son will have to speak the grandchildren will have to speak everyone will have to use their mouth are you getting what I'm saying to you now? Everyone must use their mouth. Say, t- tell your mother, say, oh, my mouth. This year, you're not going to be lazy. This year, you will work so much. T- tell that mother, say, oh, my mouth. This year, you're not going to munch only food. This year, you're not only going to taste nice things and delicious things. This year, you're going to pray. This year, you're going to declare. This year you're going to do the work of the Holy Ghost. Somebody's not saying what I'm saying. Oh, my God. The last thing that we need, calmness. Don't be stirred up by just any situation. Be calm. Proverbs 17, verse 27. He who has knowledge spares his words. And a man of understanding... Is of a calm spirit. Calmness. Calmness. Let somebody say calmness. Let somebody say I need to be calm. When you are calm, you become focused and determined. When you are calm, you don't act as presumptuously. You don't act out of character. Job said this in verse 18 of chapter 32. Job. For I am full of words. The spirit within me compels me. Job says, the word that God gives me when I'm full of it, the spirit when he comes, he pushes me. He compels me. He edges me. He makes me to be determined. So when you have the combination of the word of God and his spirit, you cannot be weak. You cannot be weak. Job says, I am what I am because the Spirit and the Word were at work in me. And the Spirit compelled me because I was full of the Word of God. He compelled me to do the right thing. He compelled me to make the right decision. He compelled me to deny kissing my God. He compelled me. He compelled me. Today, the last question I can ask you is this. When you were praying and writing your plans... What did the Spirit compel you to do? What did the Spirit urge you to do? What is it that He has put in your heart that this is what you must do, that this is what you must carry forward this year? Know that if He gives you something like that, He will back it up with His power. He will not lead you where you will be powerless. If He is the one behind, He inspired you to dream, He inspired you to be focused. He inspired you to have plans. You will be the one who will be behind your success. You don't need to strengthen yourself only by your own strategies. Because the Bible says it's not by might, it's not by power, it is by the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God is there when we are full of the Word of God. This year, let us be full of the Word of God. Hey, Dzieci
1: May walk from you, that my name will be for him. O Lord oh and our God, our fast is in you. our hope is eternally in you. For we know that you do not believe in Lead us into the divine being and the divine presence. May we experience more of you, more of you and less of ourselves. For we are not perfect. My God even close to perfect. So much, God that we are clothed in thy glory. Draw us closer to you, closer and closer. For that is where we want to be, Lord, where we can hear you, where we can see where they can you, where we can know you. So it is a except man will not be screened. He says darkness will free the air, but I will make it shine as the light. And you know that wherever light will shine, darkness is never comprehended. It will never prevail against the light. todo oh, my righteousness shall not be far from you. I will be an enemy to your enemies. I will be awesome. I remember the last time I was you and I've been trying to think. And I can't remember. What remembers? And when was it? Oh. When was it? Huh? The last thing before me. Wow. It had just started me when I was studying that line. It's like this year I've never. are changing churches will come and check us on something uh, Another would another day let me go to church my heart was so much so when the presidencies are as I thank God thank God ah it is I go to church this week my heart was thirsty to come in fellowship with you but I believe it is all by the grace of God It is not even here that we want me to give up this year. And this is where God, this situation has left us broken in many ways. One way or another you have been affected and we need God to strengthen us we need to strengthen everyone. What hurts me the most is what is a